Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm John Holmes. It's The The One Show Show, and this is part two of this week's The The One Show Show, the podcast that watches TV's The One Show on your behalf and then takes it apart like a curious child trying to see how a cat works before growing up to be a serial killer. Joining me this week are my old BBC Six Music sidekick, waste of time, David Whitehead, a multi-award winning comedy writer and host, co-host, let's be clear, of Rule of Three, Jason Hazley. So let's talk uh, a little bit more about Tuesday, because this was the one with John Hanna and Kelly MacDonald. And that's all very fine, a touch of cloth, isn't it? However, the One Show launched a survey, and there's none more One Show, to find out what the UK is feeding its dogs. Uh, Now, we mentioned earlier that we want you at home to help us do a One Show pet Questionnaire. Absolutely. We know we've had a lot, we've had literally thousands of dog pictures already in preparation. But we for need this. you to do the questionnaire. Here's Christine to tell you more. The UK is experiencing a surge in people reducing or eliminating meat from their diets, but it's not only humans that are going meat-free. Can I ask you what you feed your dog? Yeah, she's on a a plant-based diet. We're both vegan and we don't want other animals to suffer in order for Jim to be healthy and we believe he can be healthy as he is on a plant-based diet. She's on a complete meat-based biscuit. Would you have a Matt got very excited about this, didn't he? He did, didn't he? He He said... He got a bit puppy-ish, actually. He did, like a lapping, leg-fucking puppy. (laughs) (laughs) If there was a feature, Matt could hump. It was this. Yep. Yep. Right, but trying to get the one show audience excited about what they're feeding their dogs. I mean, credit to them, they went all out for it. Did you give a shit? No, I I didn't give a shit, and I was baffled by, well, first of all, the notion of vegan dogs, because that's not a decision the dog has made, yeah. quite clearly, is yeah, it? Yeah, this yeah. is not like, in the same way that my daughter's rabbits are not rabid liberals, you know. <laughs> so, but they had given the dogs shop-bought meat-based food, yeah. homemade meat-based food, which had fur on it. It was a little bit revolting. It looked like, I, I honestly wrote this down, because they, they panned across a load of bowls that dogs are being fed different things. So it's a questionnaire to find out what the nation's dogs are eating. Please come and get involved on the One Show's website. Nah, 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 nah. Except then they, of course, said, can you please stop sending us just pictures of dogs and get involved in the questionnaire? Because <laughs> nobody had filled in the questionnaire. Which is a cue, listener, 
for you all to send pictures of dogs, dogs to the one to the show. One. Go on to the one show website now and send them pictures of dogs humping whatever yeah, the fuck. Playing you are. cards, those paintings. <laughs> yeah. Let's get those in there, shall yeah, we? Well, they, they burn your houses down, probably. Yeah. Well, they burn your kennels down, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and they also had they had they had shop bought vegan dog food. We sort of looked like savoury smarties, didn't it? Kind yeah. of little discs or something. And then they had homemade vegan food, and it was basically quinoa with peas and sweet corn, which they were giving yeah. to a dog. Yeah, it this was. Can't be right. We know that carnivorous animals have eyes that face forward. That's what defines them. Yes. Because they're the ones looking for the prey. You don't give something with eyes that face forward quinoa and peas and sweet corn. <laughs> yeah, no, Jason's absolutely right. I mean, dogs, by their very nature, aren't going to be vegan, but you could actually tell the vegan dogs in the VT because they weren't wearing socks. <laughs> The weird thing about the bowl you just mentioned, they panned across this bowl and one of them just had fur and claws. Mm. I look, it was a finger in it or something. It was a there human was just finger. Fur and claws yeah. in a bowl. And uh, by the way, can we talk about Chris I love Christine, the presenter of this film is oh, Christine. Yeah. Christine She's a regular. Yeah. Yeah. But she just pronounced quinoa utterly wrong. <laughs> What did she do? I, I, I what did she say? Quinoa? She said quinoa. Okay. She said, quinoa? She said, Kiki, that was the name of the dog, Kiki <laughs> the is on a vegan diet, plenty of quinoa. We've got Ralph on a commercial meat diet. Mabel's fed a homemade meat diet, too furry for my liking. Isla is on a commercial vegan diet. And Kiko is fed a homemade vegan diet, plenty of quinoa, posh nosh. Quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was like, um... Now, I realise, again, we've got... Maybe that's trying to suck in the one-show audience, going, they don't know what this stuff is. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. They're living in their <laughs> high-rise that doesn't have a garden. They don't know yeah. what quinoa is. No. But it's it's quinoa. Quinoa. And, and also, you know, it, and they're going, that's, that's in a dog's bowl, but this morning it was in my breakfast bowl with yoghurt. Yeah. Why, why is a dog eating that? In the week that the nation was aghast at pictures of a black hole in the yes. universe, the first yeah. ever images of a black hole, yeah. which is incredible. It, right? was, it was amazing. Extraordinary, it was absolutely it? extraordinary. No, and- no bit of it is, is comprehensible to a human brain, is it? When I read the fact that no. said, this is six billion times heavier than the sun. You go, no, I've got nothing. No. And when it says it's bigger no. than our entire solar system, you go, nope, I've got nothing. No, no. no. Cannot understand it. I don't get, you know, and I, I genuinely, you know, I, I, I'm quite interested in black holes anyway as a concept, and I, I went back onto science websites, Wikipedia, and looked up <laughs> black holes. And again, oh, those uh, websites. Yeah, about yeah. the idea of the event horizon. And, yeah. and the, yeah. I cannot comprehend of something that light cannot escape. Gravity is so yeah. powerful within the across the event horizon. It's called yeah. the event horizon because an event isn't visible past the point. Because obviously, to get an event, you need light reflecting from the event. Yeah. Right? That's that's why it's called an event horizon. You can't yeah. have light escaping it. I, again, nothing. I've got nothing. I can't comprehend this. Right? In the week that that was photographed for the first time, and a, and a, and a brilliant woman scientist came up yeah. with the the technology to c- composite these images from so many space telescopes to come up with this image. In the week that that is the first time man, humankind, has seen this image, the one show are doing a survey <laughs> about dog food. Yeah. Did you ever seek professional advice? I did, but both the vets I went to, they didn't have any training in vegan food. Right. So they couldn't give me any advice on it. <laughs> 
Have you not seen the film The Black Hole, John? Because well, that, 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 that would explain, you know, the late eight, uh, early 80s, the late 70s film. Was it a Disney film? Disney film The Black Hole. That would explain what a black hole With Max like. von Sydow. Yeah. I remember it. Have you seen the film The Dog Salad? <laughs> no, you haven't, have you? And there are reasons for that. Oh. But did you, did you notice that when they came out of the VT... Uh, Alex Jones said, uh, "Oh, uh, that that bowl looked like something I had for lunch. Which one, Alex? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you eat fur and claws from an <laughs> animal? That, that looked like the result of a massacre, didn't it? It, did. it, it, it was really a grim. Did. They didn't dwell on it, did they? Matt it was, was very, very excited by the whole thing. Yeah, it was I had a, a friend of mine came round um, a little while ago, and he uh, and he brought some cold cuts with him that he bought from a Polish deli, um, and one was called Junka Wyborowka." And my limited Polish went, okay, so Shunka is ham, V is in, and then Borowka, what's that? And the answer was badger. <laughs> so I've got no idea what I ate. Okay. Bloody hell. Wow. This is a one show film waiting yeah, to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Roadkill. Oh. And, and, Matt, and Matt again got very excited. He, he just went, I can't wait to see what the results of this nation's dog food. So the, the idea that the one chef come up with in a production meeting of asking the nation, what's, what's no one ever done? They've never, we've never asked the nation what food they're feeding their dogs. Let's, let's own that. Oh, yes. And it's Christ. and they want people nation. They say they they use the phrase nationwide, which is obviously their, their predecessor program. Nationwide <laughs> studies. You know, they want to know what the but. For me, I, it's not so much about the food they're eating, but what's their shit going to be like? Are they eating quinoa or quinoa or quin whatever you call it? What what's it going to be like? It's gonna be, I mean, it's bad enough at the best of times, isn't it? Dog poo, let's be honest. But yeah. you know, after feeding them that stuff from Shoreditch, I mean, you know, they were hipster dogs. A yeah. lot of them were hipster dogs. The idea of them eating just blooded fur and claws <laughs> is going to turn into, you know, you're absolutely right. My dog does some bad shit, oh, yeah. and it just eats dry food. Except it also eats fox shit that it finds in the neighbouring <laughs> yeah, neighbouring field. So but there are reasons that you don't fill your dog with courgettes, and they're to do with what you have to pick up after <laughs> exactly it. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was gone. I guess in that same episode, uh, just going back because it was the episode that had um, had. Kelly McDonald in and there's a lovely lovely moment with Matt Baker I don't know if you noticed it or not but Matt Baker sort of talked to Kelly McDonald about the fact that she's got a home in Scotland but she's also in LA and filming and etc etc and how do you do all that how do you balance it sort of thing and she went yeah it's great so you know said uh, really positive for the old air miles and you saw Matt Baker physically groan because, of course, you know, he's from Country File and the whole sort of footprint thing. Yeah, that was a strange Ooh. note, that one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, he didn't yeah. like that. He didn't like that. He doesn't like a lot, though, does he? That's the, There was a really interesting bit when Alex did her done a crime thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and Matt tried to bail her out of it. There was a kind of... But they were just giggling for ages about yeah. The whole thing—it was a, such a weird-sounding thing. They went into—they went into a film, didn't they, about keyless crime? So it was about this this really rude bloke, actually, who who had his car nicked off of his Ray. His, uh, his name Ray. was Ray. He was stopping, um, wasn't he? And he had his car nicked off of his drive, where he had—he also had a CCTV camera. He'd had it seven days. His car, seven he? days, yeah. and paid I think over thirty k for this car. Uh, and he didn't have a garage, which, for insurance purposes, that's not a good idea. Ray, get a garage. <laughs> this motor in this CCTV. TV footage was stolen from 48-year-old Ray Prue's drive in Essex. What was going through your mind when you were watching that? Devastation, my first choice of words. 
and frustration and angry. They, they took him to the, 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 the Ford security unit, Ford cars, where the guy there was going to show them how, yeah. how they've, they've made a key that, you know, you just simply cannot nick a car with this key. Well, I learned a lot. This is yeah. one of the things I learned this week. I didn't realise since keyless car entry came in, you know, from the FOB, mm, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, car theft has gone up 50%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite something, isn't it? In Britain. Yeah. Because the thieves use scanners to work out the frequency on the cars. Yeah, they just pick up the signal from the key sitting in the front room and transmit it to the car, and the car opens. Yeah. As it would if you went near it with a fob. Yeah. So they then did this whole experiment, didn't they? So they they took Ray back to his house with the guy from Ford and with the presenter, and they used two cars, the car with the kind of older keyless system and the new car with the new keyless system. Yeah. And, you know, which one was easier to nick? and they put the key in the hallway and then scanned, you know, outside the window. But what they did, the one show, is they got their only one Scouse presenter to nick a car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well done, the one show. Look at that, I'm in already. Look at that. And in just under a minute, I'm driving the car away. Nothing like stereotypes. <laughs> you know, uh, which he did successfully. Actually, he did, I have to say. He did actually and then the car. he never came back to the show. So you know, he but, even felt uh, compelled yeah. to say, "I've never done this before." <laughs> <Yeah>. as if, <laughs> as if he's got, honestly, yeah. guys, it won't be up on bricks in a minute. Don't worry, I'm yeah. not going to do the whole stereotype thing. It's okay. a, a friend of mine, uh, Andy, said at the time when Liverpool became the city of culture, he said, "Well, it, and he's from Liverpool, so he's allowed to." And he just said, it, "I've been back. It's just the same, except now they put your car up on books." <laughs> <laughs> But I think there was a key mistake in this film about keyless crime as well, which started with something about gone in 60 seconds, um, which was that the guy from Ford explained the workaround that they got, which is that when you put this, this fob down, 40 seconds after it stops moving, it stops transmitting its signal. Yes. yes. Now, that's yeah, a good yeah. idea, because yeah. that means you can put your key down. But the thing is, you just told the fucking nation this. <laughs> so what? now what your car th- thief now has in his armour is, I've got 40 seconds <laughs> to nick this car. Yeah. And that's loads of time. It is. Yeah. That is plenty yeah. of time. Given those yeah. scanners and how they work, you're absolutely yeah. right. And the, 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 there was a big thing about where to put your key so you can buy so the the car industry's workaround to these fobs are scannable is we'll sell you a little lined envelope to put it in that's a lead lined thing to stop the car signal yes, getting basically, basically out. a sheath with foil in it. It's a Faraday cage yeah. for yeah. keys <laughs> yes. that they sell you because of their own fucking shit technology. This is a bit like Apple going, well, now we're only going to put four USB-C sockets in every laptop, so you've got to go out and buy adapters. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly well done. But then walking around for, for ages with all that lead in your pocket, you're then going to probably have a really horrible illness after that. There's also so that. So don't use that lead. They didn't sort of but, mention... But Jake's absolutely right. The, the, you know, the, uh, the whole thing about the you know, put the key down, and then someone said to the, the security guy yeah but what about if I pick it up again and walk around oh yeah yeah well it's yeah, yeah I loved Ray Ray was great Ray yeah. was like a hard hitting interview he was so works. angry yeah, about his really car angry. being stolen yeah. he, he was, went he? to the Ford guy and just started laying into him yeah. just going right okay so I don't believe this is going to work so prove it to me so you're 100% confident that is going to solve the issue with the kit that's being used today Ray this will not be relayed well let's stop talking about it I want to see it and I thought Ray has got a future as a one-show presenter here, as a yeah, one-show. Yeah, let's stop talking presenter. about it and do. Yeah, get, get right, Ray, in. Right, Ray. Yeah, Calm Ray down, mate. yeah, exactly that. Yeah. He also, was Ray, Ray's kitchen. 
Um, he has a large screen TV <laughs> hanging in his kitchen that. on yeah. which they yeah. could very easily have shown the CCTV footage that he got of some guy nicking his car. And instead, <laughs> they kept the TV off and they projected it onto his kitchen <laughs> yeah. wall next to the TV. <laughs> Why? Genius. You carried a projector with you to yeah. someone's house. Yeah. What, on the basis that they might not have a TV? I, I, I've or brought it. I'm going to use it. I'm or is it that it. problem with filming TV screens yeah. you can do? But you can yeah. put yeah. a picture on a TV yeah, yeah, screen easily. post, can't yeah, yeah, But, you yeah, know, they, yeah. came, they came out of that film clip, back to Matt Baker, who said, uh, and I can't, I can't do the accents, I'm sorry, I'm not Mark Hainsey, going, oh, yeah, well, you know, you can you can put your, put your keys in the microwave. Someone in our team. Someone in our team. A bit of fun in the office. Yeah. Someone in <laughs> our team said, you can put the keys in the microwave. There's someone in our team who said, put the keys in the microwave. Because they are by far the safest place to put them. But anyway, then that could have other in. consequences. Yeah. Unplug the microwave first. Yes. Uh, right, let's... <laughs> now I'm thinking that someone could walk into the room at that point and, and hear Matt Baker say, oh, you put your keys in the microwave. Walk out the room again and think, oh, that's a good idea. And now yeah, my house has burned down. Like in a room. crying yeah. boy incident. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're Matt right. Matt Baker is the crying boy. You heard of Great Big Owl? Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled. We had Luciana Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club. Should you get done for that? Yeah. There's The Fear. It's a kid's show. They really, really scared me. There's Always There. Thanks very much, because I would never have gone oh. down Howard's way oh. had you not asked me. There's Friends with Friends. Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat yeah. down. And there's Ask the Nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the sting. Great big owl. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
Alex did step in yeah, as yeah. a bit of a disclaimer, didn't she? Well, yeah. that could have other consequences. Yeah, 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 yeah it, it could. could. If it you could. put something metal in a microwave, it doesn't necessarily the next go morning, that well. You know, feeding a child ready breakfast. There was a weird one show film ornaments thing going on this week. So we had the woman oh, we've talked about boys, with yeah. the turquoise yeah. everything in her crying boy mm. house. Yeah. But Ray's ornaments, did you notice next know. to near his telly in the kitchen, there was a, a sideboard. Fair enough, he'd got a display cabinet sideboard, but on top of it were the weirdest ornaments. Did you spot them? No, I didn't spot really? these. It was, they were like China, they were like my nana used to have. They were like China sculptures of just birds sitting on trees or something, oh, just yeah, on top yeah, of his yeah, sideboard. Yeah. It was like an I old school that. thing where your grandparents decorate the top of their sideboard, even though it's not in view, really, with sticky up stuff. It was quite a fascinating... I mean, I urge... Yeah. No one will, but yeah. I urge you to go and have a look. <laughs> Nobody... I don't know why I'm saying well, I think, that. I think of we course should. we won't. And I think also this should be a feature of, of future shows, John. I think that every week now we should be picking up on, on ornaments in people's houses. Yeah, like, background spotting. This is great. They do. This, I mean, they, they're now... Yeah. Uh, now Let's mine it. The one show do go back and film in a lot of people's houses, yeah. so maybe yeah. this could be I think this so. could be a running spot, thing. Spot I, the I, ornament. I, mean, I don't know. Are you tempted to do a The The Now Show show, by the way? I mean, not... Since the troubles, no, no, obviously yes. <laughs> we won't, the Sunday Mail. We won't talk about the uh, front page of the Sunday Mail. Yeah. No, that's not. Uh, but but now you said it, I, I probably no, should, no. <laughs> should do it. So on Monday, there we've talked about it, but the, the film of Marty Wilde and his family singing in a conservatory and Kim Wilde eating lasagna, yes. which is oh. such a strange. So again, a film off the shelf about Marty Wilde and his family including Kim Wilde, where they all sing a song together. There's also a, a, a really just gorgeous moment. I don't I mean, you, might, you may or may not notice it, where Cary Grant, again, not the actor, the singer, she's interviewing Marty and Joyce. They're in the kitchen. Actually, Joyce is preparing the, the delicious lasagna that Kim then erotically eats. Um, <laughs> and Cary says to Marty, so, you know, did get him, you know, you married, you married young, seven, you know, Joyce was 17 when you married her, did get married to her, have a negative impact on your career. And he says, yes. She's, <laughs> she's standing right next to him. His wife of 50 years plus, you know, she's standing there and he's going, yeah, it did. Yeah, it meant I couldn't fuck about like all the pop stars like Billy Fury did at the time. It's that amazing. He did, I was looking at him and I was going, what does he remind me of? And, and I'll tell you who Marty Wilde reminds me of. Everybody's dad. <laughs> he's yes. everybody's dad eventually, yeah. isn't yeah. he? It's yeah. true. Yeah. There was a lovely bit on this because this was Idris Elba's episode as well. Which they tried I... to link it back, didn't they, John? Oh, yeah. well, this was yeah. the thing. Could you, by the way, sorry, sidebar. Do you know what the four letters on Idris's shirt were to do with? Because no. I tried Googling them. It was something like E-S-F-Y or something like that. Yeah. I tried Googling them and I yeah. couldn't find anything that, no. that satisfied no. the answer. I was trying to work out whether this was a message or whether it was advertising or what. I had no so idea. knife crime item, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. he did, yeah, didn't yeah, he? No, that was yeah, his big yeah, thing about yeah, knife crime. Yeah. yeah, no, I had no idea. No, no. good point. No idea. No. And you couldn't solve it? No, couldn't solve it. No, well, I, I, I saw those letters. I yeah. found some I found some sports clubs in Louisiana or something that, that attested to having that initialisation, but couldn't find anything else about it. And it he, wasn't mentioned? No, no. He probably got it from Debenhams or something, you know, just from those... Idris Elba just shopping in Debenhams. Debenhams. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. While Debenhams We could all buy things yeah. in Debenhams says we've been to, like, university in America and stuff like that. There was a good... You mentioned the link, the show together thing. So out of the back of the, <laughs> of the wild family... <laughs> Tenuous, yeah. Yeah, they went for broke here, didn't yeah. they? You know, you know, you know, you know, Columnists, columnists are 
allowed once in their career to write a column about how they couldn't work out what to write a column about. This yeah. was that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a moment where we we've talked about it many times. Where the one show they try to link stuff together yep. in the most tenuous way, uh, like the spooky painting. Yeah, this one was. It's like well, they just know it's ridiculous now, so they came out of the Marty Wilde film. And Matt, what did he say? He said, "Well, it was." They said, they said something along the lines of, "We've had, we've had a bit of fun with the music, or something like that." Yeah, and, and, and it was going to link, try to link it back to the but, fact they've been talking about music to Idris yes, Elba. Yeah. And then Matt just said, "Because Alex just laughed at him." Yeah, she couldn't speak. Uh, and then he just went, "Well, I'm just trying to link, trying to link the show together." And she went, "Well, sometimes there just is no link." Yeah. And it, then he went, "Well, let me let me try this one." <laughs> Orphans. <laughs> about orphans and umbrella stealing oh, and a God, film was, about... The, the man, you couldn't, you couldn't hear what he was saying. There was a historian talking yeah. about his programme called... House in Time. House in Time. They yeah. go to a house and they look at its history. And then, like Fred... Good idea. Like Fred, Good idea. Yeah, but it could all be Fred West. True, it? yeah. It could all be grim. And they like it, though. That's the point. That's when it gets interesting, when there's been a murder in the house. The actual inhabitants oh, now... Must be over the moon when you turn up and say, right, we really want to start investigating. Well, I think they're brave. I mean, we, do, you, we come in and say we need to film in your house, we need access to it every day, and we're going to dig up a history that they don't know. So they don't yeah. know if there's been five murders in the basement. Oh, oh, see. So they have yeah. to, they have we'll to be very brave. about tonight's episode. No. <laughs> no. So you start... But they go to these houses where they investigate it through, back through when it was built and what might have happened there. And they talked about, you know, whether there'd been a murder there or whatever else. I don't think there ever has in these programmes. But it's sort of an interesting idea for a programme, I suppose. But it linked them on to then Idris Elba talking about where he grew up in a tower block in Hackney. Mm. And and the fact that, he, you know, he, that's the background he's come from. And that's fine. And then he said where it was, was we'd live in these tower blocks and, and it was like just repeating itself over and over again. And there was like long corridors yeah. and lighting and doorways and milk bottles, and we just used to. That's all there was, you know. It was, and it was like a metaphor. It was like a metaphor for life. It was like you just stretched ahead of you, unless you broke out of that corridor mm. in that tower block in Hackney. It was doorway, milk bottle, stairwell, lighting. That was all it was in a mm. sort of depressing way. And Alex was well. I expect it was good for skateboarding, <laughs> and he went. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little laugh, and then he went, "Yeah, but uh, it manifested a lot of crime." Is it right that there was like a corridor that connected all the buildings? Right. So not that building. So behind those buildings yeah. was this maze called Holly Street Estate. Okay. It's a huge brown brick maze, and the corridors were a mile long. They were huge and connecting each apartment. And I had friends that lived in there, and you used to go down the corridor, and it'd be like. Doormat, door, doormat, door, doormat, door, milk bottle, light, you know, and it was just a, just a long corridor, really yeah. dark and dingy. Good for roller skating back yeah. in the day. But it also man- <laughs> <laughs> it manifested a lot of uh, it manifested a lot of crime. In, yeah, in I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's also a bit they showed the photograph of it, and and David Olashuga, the, the historian who does the program, he, he sent all. Oh, is it as glamorous as it looks? Idris. And he kind of going, oh, no, no, this is where he grew up. This is his childhood place. You know, don't don't take the piss out of that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was and a. There was also a moment where he's talking about this house in Newcastle. I don't know if you if you saw it or not this bit, but in Newcastle, and he and he sort of said, oh, yeah, there was five murders in the basement. Points to Idris, and he's kind of going, right, are you pointing to him because he's Luther, <laughs> or are you implying <laughs> that that Hackney's where that sort Hackney's of stuff where happens? That sort of happens yeah. yeah, you know, and it was really awkward. And I'm thinking. 
don't mess with Luther. This man could break you with his finger. Yeah. So, <laughs> do, yeah do not mess with him. It's true. <laughs> uh, so, any other business? Yeah, we, we, we were just, you know, we were talking about the, the whole segment on the Youth Club film, which was brilliant, very yep. worthy, and shocking. This was a cut. youth club. Charles Venn, who's an actor who was in Strictly last year, yes. uh, went back, he frequented there. And, I think and he that, said he changed his life, didn't he? he did, uh, importantly, importantly, you an know, amazing place. An amazing and he said place. it was it was yeah. an Afro-Caribbean yeah. kids youth club yeah. and it and it was doing what youth clubs do, which they now don't have the funding for, yeah. which is getting kids who could fall into a life of crime. And he was talking about this and how youth clubs actually do an absolutely valuable thing of saving, yeah. giving kids something to do apart from kill each other on the streets. Oh, yeah, the horrible thing was the was the fact about stabbings among young people, which tend to take place in the two hours after school is finished. Yeah. Which is fucking sobering, isn't That's it? That's a statistic yeah. as yeah. well, isn't it? That's something we learned this but, week. But, but Idris Elba kind of got the maths wrong there because, you know, his, his big thing is that he wants to do something to fill those two hours, you know, where these things happen. And he said, so I'm, I'm trying to encourage you know, companies to, to employ people from three to six. Go, that's three hours, Idris. Yeah, yeah. That's basic maths. <laughs> yeah, you've got two um, hours to not stab people and then an hour well free for all and then Alex then said you know so yeah we need to fill those sort of two hours after school when terrible things happen and I was thinking yeah that's when the one show sort of takes place usually in those <laughs> terrible <laughs> um, the one no, show right. is comparable with knife crime yeah absolutely but it was it was, it was shocking you know, the, the cuts that the government have made you know who, who can believe that you know the Tory government cutting things that are worthy and, and needed well the fucking um, government excuse as well which is basically well we've oh, already paid yeah you know yeah. oh fuck off no yeah, you haven't yeah. Yeah. Jason I wrote down that thing there where Charles Venn sort of had all these statistics about the cuts and the number of youth workers that have, that have lost jobs and the places that have shut down. And then I literally wrote, government soundbite. That's what came back, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a government yeah, soundbite. All it was. And let's finally just talk about Jimmy Carr. Well, hang on a minute. Can we, we, we need to just a shout out to the one show here. When you're showing rostrum pictures in your, in your pieces, like you did in the piece about the avenues, the new club, can you get them in the right ratio, please? Because <laughs> everyone had been squat pulled yeah. sideways in those yeah. fucking pictures. Also, yeah. there was a guy called Bill Holroyd who was interviewed oh, in that, yes. who I'm absolutely convinced was in Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> the philanthropist. Yes. With a very large earlobe. Yes. Did you notice that? One big yeah, ear. About an inch and a half. Oh, I didn't spot his earlobe. Yeah, it was off putting. I'm not, normally all over people's ears and earrings. That's not lobe shame, though, shall we? You know. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good guy. He puts money in. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, but Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Discuss. Where do well. you start? Where do you start? I mean, Jimmy Carr, the, the the notion of Jimmy Carr floating around a tube, you know, is fairly alarming, isn't it, really? Yeah. And I'm sure it's the kind of thing you can get in one of those pens where, like, where the lady's bra comes off. Here's Jimmy Carr floating in a tube. And Jimmy is in position. Jimmy, I'm feeling ready for this. I'm not sure this is a thing. I'm not <laughs> All right, guys, take it away. Go for it. OK, all right. Well, it really... Ah, OK. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, yeah, holding hands, yeah. And then, oh, OK, in the middle. OK, and then... Whoa! Oh! Whoa! Whoa! OK. All right. Oh! Ah. OK. And then... OK, and then... And then we're holding hands. This is... OK. Why me? Why... I don't really know what to say about Jimmy Carr floating no. in a tube. I mean, there's... You go back to where, you know, Jimmy Carr started... 20-odd years ago on the 11 o'clock show. Now, let's think about the rostrum of people that have come out of the 11 o'clock show in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. You've got Ricky Gervais, very successful, Afterlife. Yeah. Uh, you've got Ali G, of course, Sasha Barakarin, made very many, many films. Jimmy Carr set out set out gigs. John, you presented on the, uh, on the 11 o'clock show, didn't you? Yeah. What, so... And here I sit yeah. <laughs> with you two couple of twats. <laughs> 
Well, you're, listen, I didn't even get a gig on the, the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the audience. <laughs> oh, there we go. I was uh, in the Z team. But I'm pleased to see that uh, Jimmy does all his own stunts, though. I thought that was impressive. Just lying on a skateboard. Uh, they're not even. They didn't even feel. Now I've done indoor skydiving. Have you? Which Have you? The yes. Oh. So I've is done, it, I've it done like? real it... skydiving and indoor oh, skydiving. Real skydiving. Wow, oh man, I would shit myself to death if I fell out of a plane. I really <laughs> would. Ama- it's incredible. Really? I mean, it's I don't scary. It's I scary don't as fuck. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. So I've done both. Right now, skydiving is like you think skydiving might be. It is terrifying. It is terrifying. You are thirteen thousand feet up. Right. <sighs> You, uh, but that's irrelevant. It could, doesn't matter how high you are because the ground's too far away to notice. By well, that point, you, you just go well. Thank you. Uh, you're just sort of going. Well, it's pointless. So you you free fall for a minute, a minute in skydiving. That's a long minute. Oh. That's twenty seconds more than you need to steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> and you you do just fall through the air, and you think the, the sensation is such that the wind just takes your f- skin face away and round the back of your head. I mean, it's just blow, it's like a wind tunnel beyond anything else because you're falling at 120 miles an hour holy shit right which is the, you know uh, that's the how it works you can't do anything so you might as well just go whatever this is genuinely making me anxious <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 5,000 feet because that's how long it takes, takes a minute to get from 13 to 5 <laughs> you deploy the parachute and and at that point you you spend six minutes coming down to the ground. Six minutes. Yeah. Have you got a spare parachute? Yeah. There's a thing built into the back that if you go unconscious because of the speed, which is it can happen, which is why most people die in parachute accidents because they pass out. Sorry, most people die in parachute accidents. No, right. <laughs> That's not, a statistic we know this week. Isn't all it? of the people <laughs> that, yeah, no, right, okay, they yes, pass yeah. out a bit and yeah. can't pull the chute. Now, so there's a or that was how it was in the old days. Now there's an altimeter in the back of the parachute that will automatically deploy. 5,000 feet wow. if you can't do it yourself. It's a bit like my car bleeps at me if it thinks I'm falling asleep. It's exactly what it tells it is. me if a big cup of coffee comes up on the dashboard exactly and it won't stop that. screaming at me Someone until I pull over. Someone should about that, really. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. But the indoor parachute, which is what this film was about, indoor skydiving, yeah. i.e. you're just in a bit of a vertical wind tunnel and it spins you around a bit, that's the sort of point of the, of the thing. And there was the women's championship we talked yeah, about. Yeah. But and kids in there as well. But, and ki- you can, yeah, yeah, kids, but because yeah. it's not like skydiving in the slightest. I mean, it's nothing no, like it. No, it's not, it. is it? No, it's got I mean, indoor skydiving. No, all you're doing is you're being held aloft by a big fan time. on the floor. It's weirdly, it's got more in, in common with um, synchronised swimming, hasn't it, really? Yes. It's yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's about the moves and the... But then the... they said at the beginning, the tease was, one of our guests, Jimmy Carr, because uh, Andrew Scott from Fleabag was the other one, will be indoor skydiving. And doing and already, it's trust me, it's not a scary thing. It's nothing. I mean, it's no. it's not a. Oh, he's going to be indoor skydiving. He wasn't even doing no. that. He lay on the skateboard outside on the concourse. Yeah. And got twirled round a bit by four that. women who were good at indoor skydiving because yeah. they practice on skateboards yeah. to get the shapes right. So there wasn't anything. There's only shorts claim there, Jimmy. There was nothing. <laughs> no, in fact, he wasn't indoor skydiving. He was outdoor tummy boarding, wasn't yes, he? Exactly <laughs> that, which we mentioned at the beginning, which seems like a good place to bring this to a close. <laughs> it does rather, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Thanks, John. Sorry for making you watch thanks it. For, yeah, thanks for making me watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David. Yeah, well, I, I shall continue watching uh, it now. Yeah, I'm I addicted. Mean, you literally an idiot. Uh, so, 
There we are. Um, it so... is very, it's very much the dog salad of uh, TV, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just one other thing, was, which was that I got really struck at some point. I think I'd slightly zoned. I was watching this while enjoying wine, yeah. which had some effects on my notes. But there was a point at which at the end of Idris's thing where someone mentioned Idris is single. And I thought, why is he advertising his status? Like, oh, no, 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 they mean he's single, <laughs> don't they? I got very excited for a minute. I thought there must be women all over the country whose hearts just skipped a beat going, yeah. Idris is single? What? <laughs> which I think was uh, a cover of Wiley's Boasty or Toasty, yeah. uh, which I don't remember <laughs> what it was called. That's it. We'll be back next week. Please do rate, review and tell your friends about this podcast because we are nothing if not needy. And look, we have to watch the one show, for Christ's sake, throw us an F-word bone. But whatever you do, remember this and remember it well. When you look at the television to look at the one show, the one show also looks back into you. Goodbye. You heard of Great Big Owl? Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled. We had Luciana Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club. Did you get done for that? Yeah. There's The Fear. It's a kid's show. They really, really scared me. There's Always There. Thanks very much, because I would never have gone oh. down Howard's way oh. had you not asked me. There's Friends with Friends. Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat yeah. down. And there's Ask the Nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the sting. Great big owl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.